0: So, Jr. the Wisconsin Supreme Court has agreed to hear a lawsuit brought by Republicans in the state legislature challenging Democratic Governor Tony Evers' safer-at-home order. Republicans cried foul when Evers extended the order to May 26th and are demanding that he lift it and take steps to reopen the state's economy. The court, which holds a 5-2 conservative majority, will hear arguments in the case tomorrow. Were you surprised that the court took the case?
1: Uh, No, actually, uh, there's a lot of people betting that the court would actually issue a ruling without going to arguments, that it might just issue something off of what was filed. So the general consensus I've gotten from people is that there's a feeling that because it's a 5-2 conservative majority, that it's likely the court's going to side with Republicans. But the impact is the next question. What's that going to look like? And if the court takes its time... This second order may expire before the court's order, nixing it, takes effect.
0: Right. The court indicated it will issue a ruling soon after hearing arguments tomorrow. Why do you think it'll act so quickly?
1: Well, uh, there's obviously, it's an emergency appeal. They The uh, Republicans want quick action, and the court is moving at fairly decent speed compared to a normal case. But again, go back to that question of, well, how quickly can they act from here? Um, can they get an order and you know get or, uh, decisions written? Um, how long are they can take after listen oral arguments, and then get those decisions written in time to have it really impact that order? We don't know. I always hate to kind of predict what a court is going to do, but the math gets really interesting now because the court is hearing oral arguments. I mean, I really, honestly, a lot of people thought the court was going to just rule off of the filings that they, the justices got from all the parties. Now it's a different ball game. Now it's like, okay, how quickly will they see a decision from this court after it hears these oral arguments?
0: At the same time, while the lawsuit was being filed, Governor Evers relaxed some aspects of his safer at home order. He allowed certain non-essential businesses to reopen, along with the reopening of most state parks. Do you think he was feeling pressure because of the lawsuit and after seeing hundreds of people rallying at the state capitol against the safer at home order?
1: There are two thoughts about that. One, when the governor's administration first announced the extension of the stay at home order to May 26th, there was a feeling among some people I talked to that, um, yeah, that was kind of a, a full extra month on top of it, but they expected the governor's administration to kind of, to use his words, turn the dial a bit over the course of that period where they'd relax things and you're seeing the relaxation of some of those requirements. And the idea was people I talked to that if you give them a date of May 26th, but you begin to relax some things during the course of that process, people feel like, okay, it's not as bad as it could have been. The second thought I heard from people the past week was, okay, well what changed in Wisconsin that allowed these relaxations to happen? Cause don't forget governor just talked about his, his three phase plan to open the economy. It included things like additional testing capacity, a uh, 14-day decline in positive tests, who they come in contact with. We haven't seen those things. We haven't seen them put in place yet. So what changed that governor has made these decisions? And that's the one question from critics that I've heard that I've kind of wonder, well, maybe he felt some pressure to do something, or um, there was maybe not as much thought put into it as maybe they could have about what they were going to do. But really it's, you know, what changed? Or was this a plan all along where the governor said, okay, if I – Relax some things, people will feel a bit better.
0: And finally, speaking of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Justice Daniel Kelly has decided not to recuse himself from a case that could result in the purging of 200,000 names from the voter rolls. Kelly, who is part of the conservative majority on the court, lost his re-election bid last month to Dane County Circuit Judge Jill Karofsky, but he'll remain on the bench through July. During the campaign, Kelly promised to recuse himself in the event the case came before the court before April 7th. But now that the election is over, Kelly says he'll participate in the case if it comes before july thirty first Are you surprised that Kelly has decided to hear the case, and has he been criticized because of this?
1: Oh, sure, he's been criticized, but it's not surprised people I talk to in part because you know think about it, the whole hangup was that Kelly was on the ballot in April, and if it could affect the that election, it would be inappropriate well now that that issue's gone away. He's not on the ballot any anymore. In fact, he's not going to be in the court anymore after July 31st, so there's no hindrance to him over a, an appearance that the issue would have impact his own personal prospects. Obviously, there are people who are taking issue with this, criticizing Kelly, but in his order, saying he's back on the case, he said no, but none of the parties in the case had objected to him being a part of it. And honestly, I talked to people, I said, look, you know, the appearance of impropriety has gone away because he's no longer on the ballot. So it's not a surprise he's back on the case.
0: That's SwissPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.